So here's a little disclaimer before we get things started. 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 Before we get things started. Guess what? I can't help it. It's a nervous tick. Oh, God. Boy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you had a whole spaz right, right there. I'm back. Hey, everybody. Everybody. Hey, y'all through, through it all. <laughs> Child, we sorry. Listen, as uh, Jimbo Fisher's dad said, uh-huh. and still I rise. So, um, <laughs> So y'all, some of y'all don't don't know. Let me give y'all a little quick Ooh. reference. So, um, Jimbo Fisher is the head coach at Texas A&M University, head football coach at Te- Texas A&M University, and in a press conference, you know, he's been going uh, back and forth with Nick Saban, um, just about all kinds of stuff, paying players and stuff like that. And so, in a in a press conference, Jimbo Fisher said, "You know, my daddy always used to tell me, when somebody shows you who they are." Believe them. So I have it on good authority <laughs> that that authority. was none other than the late prophet. The late, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> Dr. Maya Angelou. And how dare you? How dare you, sir? Another example of white people taking stuff from black folk. <laughs> you know, now one could say, well, he's just saying that his, but like, I don't think his dad ever said that. Right. I don't think his dad, I, I, I wonder how old his dad Was him and Maya hanging out like that? Me, I don't think they were. They were. At but the birthday party. but but anyway, so so we're back. Um, this is another episode of our podcast, child, and we have been through hell and high water shorts. <laughs> I don't right. know. Wait, high water pants. How are shorts? shorts is already high water. Are they high water? They just shorts. Like these hoochie daddy shorts. I need to get me some. Listen, it's the it's the summertime, and it is time for us to show our thighs. Yes. Men all over the world. It is our time. Especially, you know what? Let me scrap that. Big boys <laughs> all over the world. All over the world. It's time for us to be great. If you are built like a bag of groceries, <laughs> it's what? your time what? to shine. If you are Ooh. built like frozen yogurt on the cone, <laughs> what does that mean? it's your time. Baby, it's your time. Show those thighs. Yes. If you are built like a pregnant seahorse, it is no your way. time. No. no. <laughs> I want to let you know that that we're going to be, if we talk about body positivity, we're going to be positive about your bodies. That's right. Okay? So, if. Bring them out. Bring them out. If you are built like the number five. Um, <laughs> Sir. It's your time to shine, Wait. baby. So we're back. We've had we had a lot of t- actually. We recorded one of our. I think it was one of our strongest. The best. The the best. <laughs> we recorded one of our strongest podcast episodes. We did. And the audio just. Not the devil was that day. It word. slipped away because <laughs> <laughs> we were do- we was listen. We was giving y'all all kinds of things, but you know what? I think I think that we I think that we needed to to regroup yep. and to 
have this moment to record because we have a lot to talk about. Um, and this is a very, this is going to be, so I think our podcast is like sweet and sour. Like we talk about the, the good things. We laugh. We like to make y'all laugh. We like to laugh ourselves. And then we talk about the harder stuff, the harder stuff, the stuff. Yeah. stuff. So, um, before we kick things off, this is, um, this is a uh, mental health awareness month, the yes. month, uh, the entire month of May. Um, but we don't want you just to be aware in the month of May. We want you to be aware beyond these months. So, um, we want you to take care of yourselves, and we're going to talk a little bit about that um, at the end of the show. But Josh, how are you? I am. I'm doing all right for the moment. Um, for the moment, yeah, for the moment, you know, because child, it my my mood changes like the wind, like the weather, like the wind. <laughs> yes, um, but I am doing well. Um, you know, some small hardships at work. Um, not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and. I guess I can update y'all. I, I'm currently talking to someone. Don't do that. Cause I, uh-uh. Let's define talking to. Talking. Could, it, it's the stage before dating, boyfriend okay. stuff. So, okay. yes. but And this person I have talked to once before and things didn't go well. So, we're trying again, you know. I usually don't give second chances. But, you know, you're getting older and, uh-huh. and, and the dating pool is getting it's shallow. It's <laughs> You find soap scum. It's ring around child. that pool, child. It's, it's it's not good. So you know, I, I've, I'm I'm trying to you know broaden my horizons, because um, that leaves you in the club with scrubs, never rising. Huh. <laughs> Come on. Shout out to Left Eye. Shout out to her. <laughs> anyway, and the girls who could never <laughs> candy birds. Oh, wow. uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, how are you? You all right? You know, um, I'm good. I'm in a I'm in a good space. There's a lot that has happened that will you, you know, Josh. Know. There's a lot that has happened that we'll talk about a little bit of um, in this episode. Um, I've been in a place of um, transition. I'm, I have, I have more peace because I I wanted more peace, and I've had more peace because I'm I'm saying goodbye to a lot of things um, in my life and just trying my hardest to see um see folks how i want to be seen um and treat people um not how i want to be treated but treat them how they want to be treated so i've been i've been in a i've been in a in a good place it's an interesting place but and i'm in this i'm taking it one one step at a time because every now and then a, a, a toe a toe gets out of line you know and you know um so so yeah i'm good um and I'm I'm excited to to be sitting down again with you to to talk some 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 shit, but to talk about some real stuff. You know, um, I think about this podcast a lot and about what it can be and who we are as growing gay black men. And I will say that we are gay black men. Yes. Um, we're we're entering into um, Pride Month, and that's a whole nother conversation because <laughs> it really just don't don't know where 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 to turn when it comes to uh, the promotions. But you know, <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll get into that uh, here in a second. But Ooh. yeah, so you know what this 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 episode we're going to talk about some some pop shit. We're going to talk about some real things too, and, and we're going to round off with you know some of you know just a little bit about who we are and and some of our mental health experiences. Now, as we say. 
every episode we are not teachers preachers or reachers yes. so you know don't fool around being creatures and acting as <laughs> all kind of you know was, we 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 we, we want to say we love y'all thank y'all for y'all support thank you to our friends who have told us that they are listening right. um thank you to those of you who you know charge us up about new episodes um you know we don't live in the same city so we we have to find time a Henry resources job because times get child, tough. Gas is y'all. Ninety five. Why is that not one of our topics, <laughs> child? Gas is four hundred and thirty eight dollars a gallon. Baby leg a gallon. Y'all, I let me let me before we jump into things. Let me simply say, do not invite me to your parties, <laughs> no bar mitzvahs, funerals, Baby quinceañeras, quinceañeros. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Have you been to one before? Yeah, <laughs> I've been to a few. Uh, if you want to know about Kings and Negroes, please uh, <laughs> just uh, you can email us at childpodcast at gmail.com. That's child with four oh, eyes. Wow. Okay. I can tell you about the Kings and Negroes I've been to. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, a Kings and Negro is a, is a sweet 16 for black people. Why Ooh. is it a Kings and Negro? Because black people always do things a year later. So <laughs> okay. it's a Kings and Negro. Right. Uh, please, we're going to copyright that so that you can have that. Yes. Um, we got we st- we gotta make merch because there's plenty of things. Quinta Negro should go on a show. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Quinta Negro, Feliz Quinta Negro, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Quinta Negro if you want to be. You know. Negro. Um, so, child, as we said, we are looking upon the month of June. A lot of things happen in June. June bugs come out in June. <laughs> Um, June is also uh, uh, Pride Month for all the queers out there. Um, June is also um, the month that houses our beloved Juneteenth. Yes. And so with that, um, we are we are highlighting uh, two stores. Uh, one of them being Walmart, Trash you know, uh, and uh, uh, the Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, yeah. Dollar Branch. Uh, <laughs> So, what happened at Walmart, y'all? So, Walmart took it upon itself to decide to come out with a Juneteenth-inspired ice cream. <laughs> child, and, and, you know, on the outside, it got all this red, black, and yellow with these black <laughs> hands. I don't think they reach Because <laughs> we eat ice cream with our hands. Child. <laughs> child, and the flavor is red velvet and cheesecake. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Hold on. Let me say Okay. Let me say this right now. I am simply vegan, but let me tell you something right now. That shit sounds bomb it, like, it as sounds I don't know good, what. But why? <laughs> but why? You could just come out with a flavor like that without trying to market to the Negroes. Now, if they really wanted to market it, maybe would have like a uh, uh, swing low sweet cherry. <laughs> cherry? Swing low sweet cherry? Like, okay, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I'm some, 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 uh, some creamy collard greens. <laughs> nah, I don't want that shit. <laughs> Y'all listen, y'all act like it ain't it ain't like they had like a, a chitlin flavored ice cream. <laughs> Could you imagine? Listen, I wouldn't eat it. I'm I'm low key, I'm here for the mess. Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I wish that somebody would be bold enough to be like, uh, you know, here's a here's a fried chicken uh inspired uh ice cream. Child, for that is racist. I know it's it's, <laughs> it's so racist, racist, but I just I want the I want the uproar. That's <laughs> it. Would you eat it? No, I'm, I am. I am. I said I am simply vegan. Child, if they had a, a, a dairy-free version, you probably would. I might just see what the, what the hype is all about. I want to see what the what the, what the upset is about. The yeah, okay. So yeah. So Walmart. Yes. Yes. And then old trash-ass Dollar Tree decided to come out with some 
Juneteenth inspired paper plates and napkins. And on the napkins, it, it, it reads, it's the freedom for me. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> As you wipe your mouth with a napkin, <laughs> it's, it's the freedom, freedom for, for me. Like, bitch, like, why would you even say that? Though? Like, that's like glorifying. I mean, it's not glorifying, but it's like, why are you bringing attention to slavery? Like, we why, we, we, we don't even try to think about it's that. It's like saying, oh, bitch, I'm so glad we ain't slaves no more, girl. <laughs> it's the freedom for me, girl. It's the freedom for me. Like, bitch, why? Why are we talking about that? Like, it, and I'm sure, like, somebody in, 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 you know, that was black in the marketing department probably came up with that. Yes. About, you know, let me and they don't have no black friends. Child, tell you none right. at all. And they thought they did something. But no. But according to the uh, to the to the media, Walmart had to take that wall that that shit out the uh, ice box because you know people was upset. Let me ask y'all a question. So for those of you, because I know somebody tried it, so please <laughs> please email us uh, at childpodcast@gmail.com. That's child with four oh, eyes, nice. and let us know if you, what it tastes like. Because I I, I, I I know some of y'all did it. Some of y'all like did I low key wanted to buy it. I can't do it. Listen, can't do it. I'm gonna tell y'all a little story about me. Um, <laughs> If it had been, you know, one evening, this is if I wasn't vegan, I would have traipsed into that Walmart uh-uh. and and went to the self checkout line. So somebody can see with shades on, um, and a, and a, and a black trench coat. I'd have been like, you know, and I would have sat down and devoured that pint of ice cream, and I wouldn't have told. Us, I wouldn't have said a mumbling word. Okay, you ate it in your car and threw it away out the street. <laughs> I would have littered. I would have littered. Like this is for us. <laughs> I, I okay so uh you know again this let me say this um this podcast is for entertainment only entertainment we listen when we have to go there we can go there and we, we understand we understand also and i say this because there are probably people that will hear what we're saying like oh my god coons this that and the other we not we 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 with we with the shit just let y'all know we this is for us so we're able to talk about things for us now we understand that that people not even just in in the month of June, companies profit off of black sayings. Prof, companies profit off of our black jargon, black gay jargon. Let's be very clear about that. Black music, black music. They they profit off of the th- the the things that we do, and we don't receive, you know, uh, money for. And I get it, I get it. So and I understand. So we let's be clear, we are not two individuals who don't get it and who don't understand. We understand, you know, the um, you know, the the backlash, you know, but I think um, among ourselves, especially with so much happening in the world, we just we just find a way to just laugh about yeah, shit because laugh because baby, let me know how the red velvet cheesecakes world tastes. <laughs> just want to know, you know, you did, but what's you know, even you did. Bad worse about this is that Walmart apparently trademarked the word Juneteenth. Excuse me, <laughs> they did. Whoever like did the uh, like the ice cream all this stuff, they trademarked Juneteenth. Now, first of all. It was a white company that did it. So how do you figure that you being a white person, a white company, can trademark a black holiday? I don't understand. Like that's to me that's that's good enough reason for me to boycott your ass. I already don't go to you anyway. I go to Target because you know Target. It's, it's where fancy. It's, 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 yeah, it's a little higher up. It is a little higher up. Well, you know what? I I, I just want to say to everyone uh, who is observing Juneteenth this month, reach out to one of your white friends, okay, and tap them on the shoulder and, and say, white friend, do you know what this what this day is all about? Um, child, reach out to one of your black friends and tap them on the shoulder because just some because of some of them don't do not know, okay, and we live in the state of Texas, so we know what it is, um, but 
you know what? <laughs> if shame on people for trying to make a dollar off of black people in the month of June, but don't um, put their dollars towards black people the rest the rest of the year. You know. So um, anyway, well. Legs and <laughs> hips and body, body. <laughs> um, in terms of black dollars, um, I want we want to lift, uplift, um, the great vocal prowess. Oh, um, why are you lying? I just want to. <laughs> okay, now, let's let's be very clear. Um, so before we go into this, because we're gonna go into it. Um, my first CD was Humming Coming At You by Escape. And oh. I loved every song on that album. I loved every woman in that group. And I appreciate what they have done, not only um, for you know R&B music, but for some of our favorite artists. They've written songs for them, yes. um, uh, namely Candy Burris and, uh, and Tiny. Um, Tamika Cottle, I think that's her 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 government name. Yeah. Um. First of all, to the to the 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 sweet sweet symphony of a song that is legs and hips and body. <laughs> um, if if when I die, Mm-mm. it's simply not played. No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm coming back. <laughs> okay. I'm coming back. Uh-uh. I'm coming back. I'm not gonna be vegan Ooh. in the afterlife. Yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back with that cup, with that, with that pint of uh, red velvet, <laughs> the Juneteenth ice cream. No, no, no. Um, but um, I this so this song was from a, a, a play of hers. A play like that happened apparently a while back, <laughs> and for some reason it's just started coming back around, resurfaced. And Candy talking about. <clears throat> You know, but well, this song is old. You know, like y'all late and all this stuff. Like, girl, you ought to be glad that we even bringing this back up into circulation because <laughs> the song is trash. It's trash. First of all, like we ain't. First of all, we not playing it because it's a hit track. Like it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like and it, it is going viral because it's a TikTok bitch. It ain't. It ain't gonna be on a hot one hundred. TikTok make everything go viral. So, I mean, you know, uh, Miss Legs and Hips and Body herself <laughs> um, stretched. Her, her. I don't know if she said this or she typed this, but I do believe that she said that she believed that she would win in a versus against Destiny's Child. Oh no, that was uh on Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen's yeah, yes um, messy ass show. <laughs> it was her Child. and uh, what that nigga, the ugly nigga name. Um, wow. Yeah, you know what that nigga name? What? Uh, what's Atlanta? Ugly. He got dreads. Uh. And he with glasses, you know the whole fucking Lil John, Lil John. Wow, bitch. wow! Lil John. You didn't. You went all the way around town with that <laughs> one. Look, I couldn't think of yeah. it. All okay. I saw was an ugly nigga. Wow, why does he have to be all that? Because he is. He looks like a little roach. Anyway, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so both of them was on Andy Cohen, okay. and they was talking about you know who would win in the verses. And Candy, well, they asked who would win between Destiny Child and Escape. I mean, and it did. I in the beginning, I did fault Candy because you know it. It, it is her group, though, you know, so I understand why she would pick Escape over Destiny yeah. Child, but child, logically, yeah. it don't make sense. She had, you know, she had to hold it down for her girls as as um, the former, well, I would say the current Kara Cunningham says, I do hold it down for my girls. Uh-uh. She wants to hold it down for her girls. And and you know what? I mean, that's cute. I saw, but this ain't the truth. <laughs> listen. <laughs> okay, so she said that they'd win in a versus battle against Destiny's Child. Now we're gonna be very clear here because sometimes people think that because you're part of the Beehive, we were Destiny's Child member uh, fans first. Child. Let's be very clear. But 
um, I posted about that on my on my Facebook uh, page, and um, a woman made a good point. But I, of course, I I go point for point with people. Uh, I'm I'm her. I'm better. I'm I'm better though. I'm a better person because she said the first. Well, there were two statements. The first statement said that well, every member. Well, they wrote songs for Destiny's Child. You you can write songs for a lot of people. Um, that don't mean that you can sing them better. That's the reason why Destiny Child got the song. But that's yes, that's why you write because you don't always you can't always sing it like that. Um, I always tell you when we do episodes like, you know, we as an entertainment podcast, we we believe and support the crafts of all of these people. Like even when we had our episode on 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 you know, Mama want to sing, who can sing, who can't. <laughs> like I think that even though we have our personal opinions about about people, we support black artists. You right. know, but 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 since she wanted to talk about a competition, let's just talk about it. Um, and then one of my um, one of my friends, you know, tried to shade Michelle Williams and saying how every member of Escape could outsing Michelle. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. You know, I don't know if she she might have been she had she had probably just took a nap and woke up a little disoriented or something. Because you know, because <laughs> listen on on, I think that there's a lot more vocal power. I'm this is me being PC. Okay. There's more okay. vocal. Po- I think that Destiny's Child, um, they have a range of of um, vocal prowess, right. if you will. Um, I think that people underestimate Michelle Williams. Uh, because she's the newer member and she she has a different not a different skill set she just has she has a, a her vo- her her voice and her tone are, are very different that doesn't mean that she cannot sing Child, she Michelle is she the sings glue. down Michelle is the glue link y'all will not shade Michelle you Tanisha can't. Williams y'all you will can't. not <laughs> you because can't shade her. she will sing any bridge like all the Des- like the newer Destiny Child songs I love all those songs because of the bridge, yes. and that is Michelle yes, singing Michelle. on Child. those bridges. She is a, she's a bridge warrior. Like, bro. I just don't understand. Like, if you hear her, like her harmonies when she's singing tenor, like she brings everything together. Y'all are not going to act like Michelle just can't sing. Destiny like, fulfilled as an album alone craps on a lot of these girl groups um, because of the, the harmonies. The, right. the, it's. I don't know. It's it's interesting. So, you know, shout out to Candy for being super, super, super duper proud of Escape. I love the first album be. and I love You're My Little Secret, Traces you know, of Traces of My Lipstick. That's a good album. A great album. Everybody. Child, it wouldn't be not a one Destiny's Child album. I'm L1. Just so sorry. L1. And you DC3 or DC4. Did you know? Did, like, so I, I think we were watching the videos of this, but did you know that, um, uh, Farrah Franklin sing is a is singing prominently in Independent Women. Did you know that? Is she? I bought it. That's Farrah Franklin. Okay, Farrah, that is my bags. <laughs> yes, okay, Farrah, I'm proud of you. There's a there's a um there's a YouTube video that breaks apart their their parts. Like, and when you hear, we're gonna listen to it. Um, yeah, you, and when you hear it. Yes, and you can hear her voice. And I was like. Oh, she was up in that thing. Because <laughs> tell you I don't know who what she's saying. Like she has all. she she's credited on two Destiny's Child songs. Okay. Um, but yeah, when the you hear my I name. bought it. No, 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 no. Well, she no. was in the video. In the video. Okay. <laughs> remember, remember that fa- yeah, that fateful day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was in the video. She was in the video for that one, but she sang on Independent Women, um, and she's singing a lot of the high operatic parts too. Um, so that's I funny because that was DC three. 
Yeah, yeah. She they they recorded they recorded as a as a quartet, but oh. she got kicked out before they shot the video. Ooh. Or she left. She packed her bags before the video. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, you know what? I would I would love to. We would never see a versus like that ever in life. And although Escape and Destiny's Child aren't exactly contemporaries, and and this is all. Let me say this too to you snobs. <laughs> um, we under I understand that that Destiny's Child and Escape came out slightly different eras. Um, it's not versus is. The versus platform isn't always about contemporaries. I don't think. I think sometimes they're just like who are who are good matches, you know. Right. Um, but I mean, shout out to Candy and and all of them, you know, mm. Tamika, Tamika, and Latasha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, I love them. And all jokes aside, I love them. I don't think that they could ever see Destiny's Child. People think that that your longevity um, is what makes you a better artist and Sure. No, not even longevity, not even longevity, your 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 legacy, the fact that you've been around for a longer time, things that would, people think that's what makes you a better artist. That's not what makes you a better it's artist. Not, you not. just I mean, if 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 you came out in 1999 and somebody came out in in 2009, just because you came out before they did doesn't mean that you're also you're making the best music. Now, um who I think would would shit on all of them um, I think TLC. <laughs> I think oh. no, no. Okay, let me, let me no, okay, not that not. Let me say not. The, the, it's not about the vocals. I'm talking about the hits. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking because because ooh on the TLC tip had what about your friends? You know, hat to the back. You know, but crazy sexy cool right. had all the hits, and it's true. Candy did right. Um, Candy and Tamika did right. No scrubs. This is true. Right. This is true. But we talking about. Escape's body of work versus Destiny's Child's body of work. The only people I think that could see TLC when it comes to hits is the Supremes. <laughs> Diana and <laughs> yeah. them. Diana and them. Supremes. And I ain't talking about Taco Bell. Um, wow. So, yeah. So, that's um, it for that segment of legs and hips and body, body. Um, oh, my God. So, um, wait. But on... Destiny's Child. Oh, you go ahead. Um, R&B crooner Tank um, has been um, in the news for a few things. Um, sure. One of them being him basically saying that Destiny's Child was created um, so that Beyonce could shine, and and how you know he he basically in so many words said that you know Kelly is often overlooked she's an amazing singer composer vocalist she puts these harmonies together and that's that's real miss mamas is good i think that we need to remember that you know she is talented a lot of the things that she learned were from from beyonce, beyonce. Giselle Knowles. carter carter <laughs> <laughs> um and so I, I he was just saying that Kelly basically deserves her flowers and she does and she does I, I think that sometimes men men don't realize they have a, a tendency um to pit people against each other even though that you can right. never pit Beyonce against Kelly because they're sisters but um the it's the conversation on social media that we have you know when people end up saying oh this is my favorite anyway this is my favorite anyway it's like but they're they're just they're still they're still very talented. You don't have to necessarily compare her to Beyonce to give her praise. Just praise her for the talented right, artist that she, she is. is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he 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 was also Tank are was also in the news um, for what? What Child. what did he say? Child, what did he say? So he somebody he was on a you know he'd been talking a whole lot lately, but he was talking to some man. I don't know who the fuck it was 
um, about him, you know, performing for gay people, and he, you know, is pro-gay, and that, you know, if they pay him enough, he, he's going to, he's going to, you know, do it. And so let me see, because if I can bring up this good, oh, Jesus, it went away. Oh, no. <clears throat> let me see if I can find this. So while he's clip. finding this clip, yeah. um, Tank has been known uh, to perform at Pride events and has been very vocal about his support for the LGBTQ community. And, you know, I, I think that, I think it's lovely that, that you know, a, a, a cis hetero um, R&B singer, black R&B singer, um, show support at events, you know. Um, again, uh, while, while Josh is finding this, this is, June is also the month, Pride Month, and in the same way that you see the, the um, creamed corn ice cream uh, for Juneteenth, Why? you're going to see rainbows everywhere, everywhere in the month of June. We'll talk about that in a second. So uh, you found so it. So let me play this good old clip from this, this interview with Darrell Babs, a.k.a. Tank. What'd you think about performing at Gay Pride in D.C.? I said, yeah, well, you man, you're from D.C., right? I'm from D.C., okay, right? Yeah, I'm okay. from D.C. I said, I said, shit, what kind of bag they got? Right. Mm. He said, they got this kind of bag. Yeah. I'm on the way. Yeah. And the first thing he says, are you going to take your shirt off? Right. And I said, you call me, right? Right, right, right. I do what I do. <laughs> so I get out there, and, you know, I finish my first song, and the explosions go off, bam, I'm like, right. And this right there is where I have the issue. Because if you're going to be for gay people, you're going to be for gay people. But don't call us sissies in the midst of that. I want to fight. You know, this... Um we're we're all about transitions on this side of uh, the child podcast, and this is a we're gonna we're gonna talk about this, and we're gonna transition to another uh, topic that is related to this. So, um, rappers, R and B singers using terms like sissy, punk to refer to queer people, gay people, um, and they think that because they, uh, you know, because they support the community that they get a pass to say whatever they want to say. Right. And, you know, it, it did, it did kind of like make me go, make me, you know, scrunch my, my you know, my face up a, a, a bit. Um, because you felt that you needed to say that, um, on, you know, in this interview, what does that do? And, and why do you assume that, that men were trying to maintain a sense of masculinity and what does masculinity look like to you? And it look, and let me be very clear, sir, that masculinity looks different for different people. It's not the same. So, so, so uh, uh, what, what a sissy needs to do is to jump up and down to show you appreciation. Like, is, is that what a sissy needs to do? It, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? What do you think? I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off at him. Cause first of all, he like, you could have got your point across without even saying that. And the fact, what pisses me off even more is that when he said it, because apparently he said it while he was on stage, and then that's when everybody went wild. So the fact that the gay people responded to that and responded to it in a positive manner, and then everybody on the comments of this, you know, video talking about, oh my God, you know, this is why we love Tank, you know, he supports the gays and all this other stuff. But then I got into an argument with one man, because I'm the one to post it, like, he said all that, but they had to call us sissies at the same time. Like, why did you feel, feel the need to do that? And some dude was arguing with me, like, you know, well, 
the gay people say it, so why can't we say it? I'm like, well, uh, that don't make no fucking sense. Because, like, that's the same thing with white people saying nigga. Uh-huh. Like, just because black people are saying to each other does not give you a pass to say it. So I don't understand. Like, y'all want to find an excuse for every goddamn thing. You never want to take ownership for the shit that y'all say. Just admit that you're wrong and go on about your business. This was on your Twitter? Or, or this Facebook? was on Instagram. Okay, and this is somebody that you know that was arguing with you. No, I just commented on it, and they responded to my comment. You know that 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 um that comment that the person made about well, if y'all say it, you know, uh, why can't we say it? You, you can't say it, sir, because the way you have used that word to to degrade us for decades. It's the same reason why I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call. Like, I might be around a group of women and they call each other bitch, bitch, bitch. I'm not gonna call a woman a bitch. Um, and, and be kikiing with them like that because that's what they call each other. Right. Like and and it's in the same. It, it's you don't you don't get to use that word. And, and I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not mad because I understand at the end of the, at the end of the day, everybody's on their own personal journey to figure some shit out. But why you figuring shit out? Like leave us alone. Right. <laughs> um, so out of it. Um, in you know tank has been and also people think uh, let's be very clear support for support for the lgbtq community does does not mean showing up and taking your shirt off and singing a few melodies um it, it looks a lot different it means showing up for queer people when another trans person is a trans woman is murdered um and no one knows what happened it means spreading the word about the violence and the bullying that occurs because people only talk about bullying when a queer person is trying to stop their bag and they call it you know people only talk about bullying when they when they're talking about cancel culture but they don't want to talk about the initial offense but that's that's cool um so one of one of my favorite rappers Kendrick Lamar um put out an album um i i really i love Kendrick Lamar and I've loved him for a long time. Um, he put out an album, and in one of the songs, he uses the word um, faggot mm. um, a couple of times. And I should have used a trigger warning, but y'all know what it is. Um, he said the word a few times. He he used the word in a certain, a certain context um, to the song, and there's been a bunch of arguments online on why he shouldn't use the word faggot, why he shouldn't say the word, because it's it's not his word to use, his word to say. And then there are people who are saying, well, he's using it in the context of a story. So, you know, show him some grace. And people are saying, no, we don't want to hear your raggedy ass stories. We don't want to care about your raggedy ass context. He is not a part of the community. Therefore, he should not use the word. And where I I stand in a very interesting spot, you know, I first of all, I choose to listen to music and not tell people about it all the time because sometimes there are things that I enjoy that I don't need a think piece over I don't and I I because I, I, I can think critically for myself mm-hmm. you know um, I'm gonna give you an example of that I have a friend who a dear friend of mine who um, was you know I think I forgot what argument it was somebody was arguing about the TV show Martin and um, about it being misogynistic and everything like that and she was like well it is misogynistic I was like, no it's not no it's not and I was watching Martin a few uh, days ago. I watch. I still. I watch old episodes of Martin just because it, it's good to have on in the background while I'm working or something like that. <laughs> okay. And 
it was it damn sure was misogynistic. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and I mean, it's sometimes there are some jokes that would not land today, and it doesn't mean that people are are are, are overly sensitive. It means that they're just not taking your bullshit anymore, you know. And the things that made you laugh when you were younger, or, or you know, nostalgic of of your your twenties or, or teens or whatever have you, or your preteens, just because it, it's nostalgic doesn't mean that it was right. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, people always, t- <laughs> nah, I was going to go down this real dark rabbit hole, but um, it, Martin, for for everything that I love about it, there were definitely plenty of moments in that show's, uh, you know, um, run where there were things that were extremely misogynistic, ast- <laughs> extremely colorist, you know, um, and I have to recognize that. When it comes to Kendrick Lamar, um, if I'm gonna give if I'm gonna give Tank that energy, I gotta give Kendrick that same energy yeah. and say, listen, you know, you can tell your story without using a word that has been that has been used to degrade queer people for decades. You know, so I in in his album he talks about not giving a fuck about cancel culture and things like that. And I don't think that he necessarily should. I, I think that that I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that cancel culture necessarily is a it's not I don't think it's a thing. I think when you do raggedy shit, you get called out for it. That's that, that's what that is. Right. Whatever happens after that is, is on you. Absolutely. If you do raggedy shit and you get called out for it and then people decide that they don't want to have you at their events, their shows, their, their music festivals, that's that's a that's a that's a, a consequence of your actions. That's not cancel culture. That's a consequence of your actions. If if if, if you didn't pour yourself a, a, a big gulp of a uh, of strawberry lemonade, child, okay. and you on and you see some um the floor is wet. It says piso mojado. You oh know? yes, the floor is wet, and you decide you gonna uh, put on a, a pair of roller skates, oh, and you are gonna okay. slide and roll on top of that, um and you fall and you slip and fall and you spill all that that delicious strawberry lemonade in your cup. You can't get mad at the floor for being wet. Right. You can't get mad at you. But you fell. You fell. You fell on your stuff. But you knew that you knew that when you put on them skates and that that little thing said piso mojado. <laughs> you okay. knew that. And you decided to skate it anyway. Don't get mad you spilled your goddamn juice. Right. Because you said that you, you said you did that and you, you knew what the consequences that. was gonna be. <laughs> Child. You can get and you you know what you can get some more juice from somewhere else. Okay, <laughs> roller skate your ass on out the store. It says wet floor, mm. bitch. You that's the thing is when y'all like the thing is people want to be they they want to be controversial. They they want they want to be um, what's the word um, provocative right. because they want people to talk about their shit and then they get mad when people are saying well we're not gonna let you do that shit no more. As a matter of fact, so um, so carry your little ass on so um to tank and to kendrick lamar um you can support us without using certain words there are other ways to support us okay um all right um in other sick sad news um caitlin jenner fuck that hoe Caitlyn Jenner basically said, "Do you want to you want to touch I, this?" I don't. I don't. You go ahead, cause I'm mad. Caitlyn, <laughs> I'm mad at everybody. You mad at everybody? Oh, Caitlyn Jenner basically said that uh, because being trans is highly publicized, everybody thinks they're trans, and that's just certainly not. That's just not the case. Caitlyn, Josette, Josephine Jenner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you 
<laughs> mud duck ass bitch. I I had I struggle so much because not only is Caitlyn Jenner a woman, but she is a white woman. Wealthy white. Oh well, you better say she is a wealthy white woman in America who is slinging her privilege around. Um, and <laughs> I hate you. First of all, <laughs> and trans people have been around since before you, Caitlyn Jenner, and they're gonna be around after, after you. Just because you put on, you know, some designer shoes and and have. Mm-hmm. Um right. and and you know looking how you look you know um <laughs> you you all of a sudden are the spokesperson for trans women it you thinking that it's now in vogue people women are now empowered to come out and to speak and to tell their stories and to yeah. be trans you didn't start something At you all. didn't create no move girl you ain't made no waves girl this ain't this I I I, I don't. I do my very best never to say anything like disparaging about Caitlyn Jenner. But when I tell you that that's white privilege wrapped up in, a, a, you know, some Chanel or some Jean-Paul Gaultier, whatever it is, okay. like, it'd be wrapped up. And, and, and I think that she's now in a place where she well, she's always been she always felt like she could like say what she wanted to say about the trans community. Girl, you're not the first. You're not like, it's not new. Like the, the girl it's not. the girl's been out here. Forever. They've been out here. You're new to it. <laughs> like you just showed up. Like you know what? And shout out to all the trans the trans folks that are transitioning and 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 finding courage to be who you are. But for those of you who just now showed up and you know, do what you must. You know, like come as you are and, and and find yourself when you must but what she doesn't understand is that people are seeing you know women like the laverne coxes of the world and um um i could i could uh, the janet mocks of the world and they're thinking well you know what i, I can do it too if right. they out here doing it i can do it too um but my thing is trans doesn't look like one thing it doesn't it it comes in various you know shapes and sizes and packages and just you know I like the fact of social media because a lot of people are figuring out they are trans because, you know, they're knowing that they are different. And sometimes they didn't have a word for it because some people may not identify as your Laverne Coxes and still be trans. Still be trans. So, so you know, you can't say that everybody want to be trans. People are finding out who they are through social media. Mm-hmm. And that, that I praise social media in that aspect for it. So I just, you know, she just needs to shut up because ain't nobody asked her ass. Mm-hmm. I'll do you one better. It's it's I I identify as a man um i you know when i i don't know when i be- became a man but i guess at 18 but right. but i or 17 maybe but i don't subscribe to um this i guess this idea of masculinity in the sense that a lot of our straight male friends and family members you know even even some of our queer friends and family members like so, and because of that, I, hmm, how do I say this? Um, you know, a lot of times, well, I will say it like this, I'm because I'm going to keep it, oh, Lord. Um, a lot of the times people will use certain pictures or of, of masculinity to define your manliness, your manhood. And if that's the case, then I certainly don't identify as a man, oh, right. you know, but or, or don't feel like one. I identify as a man, but I don't always feel like one because society within our society 
you're you're told that this is what a man would do. This is how a man got to This is how a man got to do this. A man got to do that. And and I never did those things. You know, I was I was never Same. that person. And and I I took on I took on a, my own personal um definition of masculinity and I used that to you know to define how I how I I go about, you know, my life and and how I do things and um but with that masculinity, there's a little bit, of, there's a lot, not a little bit, there's a lot of femininity in there too. Like, you know, I, I was afraid to be effeminate or to, or to be feminine because I was either whooped, fussed at, cussed at, grounded or whatever have you. Um, but there, there's this idea that this is how you have to be. You have to be this type of, of, but, but I say all that to say queer people are beginning to discover themselves um, because there are people who are advocating on their behalf. And so for Caitlyn Jenner to get up there and and stretch her mouth to say anything about, you know, someone, you know, everyone thinks they're trans now. Girl, this is you are not an, you, you're not on brand like you're not that girl like yeah. like like that to be, you know, and 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 I would never misgender her or anything like that. I don't say anything disparaging about her. But with regards to that, but, you know, because I know that people do that. But what I will say is, you know, you 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 dress yourself up and you have the money to do these things. And now your your eyes are opening to people who are trans, but they've been coming out. You just now open your eyes because you're new to the game and you're, you're late to the party, too, sis. Right. Like we, we, you know, shout out to you and all your transitioning and all that stuff. And I'm sure somebody might have a problem with with me saying I, I said I've said what I said in that regard, because when when. When queer people enter this, these spaces and they, they, they talk out their ass because of the, the money, the power, and the privilege that they have, they don't realize how stupid they sound. And they need to hear themselves and they need to see themselves and see that not everyone is trying to be like them. And like I said, the girls have been here. The girls, the gays, the guys have been here well before you were here and they'll be here well after you're gone. So, yes. bloop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Next. In news that is uh, is very boutique uh, to to us. Um, so we one thing that y'all don't know about me and Josh, we love we love uh, majorette. Majorette. <laughs> Yes, it's probably, it's probably as gay as we get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, we love majorette dancing, specifically those in the South, uh, because that's HBCUs. where it happened at HBCUs. Neither one of us attended HBCU, but damn it, we enjoy what we want we to do. enjoy, yeah. and we'll fight you. <laughs> so, uh, so. If y'all don't know, I'm pretty sure well, it has been a popular show. So cause I'm explaining to y'all who Miss D is. Miss mm -hmm. D, Diana, I don't know, Williams from, uh, uh, what is it called? The show, show? Bring It. Bring It. So she has a little girl. She has a, like a dance, you know, class, studio, company. There you go, company. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she teaches girls like majorette dancing, which is very popular in, you know, HBCUs and high schools black high schools and all this stuff mm -hmm. and so and a lot of her girls go they end up transitioning you know when they graduate out of high school and they go into this particular school called southern university tell them josh look at you, i love this history that you're giving it I'm, I'm, I'm so proud <laughs> anyway and so southern universities their particular dancing majorette dancers are called the fabulous dancing dolls and they have been like that that name has been with them since i think 19 59 or something around there so a long time and so and miss diana her you know 
dancing dolls have been around, like, I think for the last 21 years. Mm-hmm. But child, <laughs> as you, you hear the similarities in the names, apparently Southern University has sent Miss Diana and her company a cease and desist. People like them. Black folks <laughs> like them these days, a cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, you can no longer use our name, the dancing dolls. Because I think, I think that was the, the whole issue. You can't use the name Dancing Dolls on any of your websites <laughs> at all. Because it's our name and that we have trademarked and all this stuff. So petty. Child, so Miss Diana. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess, yes, which I'm here for. She said, okay, so I am going to trademark the Fabulous Dancing Dolls and DD4L. Because that's the name of her, part of her dancing. She's like, and I'm going to do this in all trademarks. You know, as far as merch and advertising and dancing and all this stuff. So the name that y'all have been using for over 50 years, I don't want to see it on no merch because if I see it, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> y'all can't use it nowhere in no, like, <laughs> in no dancing companies, Child. no kind of dance battles. I don't want to see my name on nothing. She said checkmate horse. <laughs> and I'm just so confused because, like, first of all, you got, you know, there's girls coming into Southern from this particular dancing company and that y'all have been sharing this name. First of all, Miss Diana's Dancing Dolls is not the first dancing doll. Mm-mm. There's many dancing dolls all <laughs> over the United States. <laughs> so why are you particularly picking on Miss Diana? She ain't did nothing but support. Didn't she, where'd she go? Didn't she go there? She went to Jack. She went to Jackson oh, State. That makes sense. Never mind. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I'm just so confused because it didn't have to be this way. Like, use both names. Ain't nobody taking no money out of nobody's pockets. I. Miss Miss D, I, I wish I need to. I wish we um, she'd listen to our show because <laughs> I love her. First of all, um, she is a true entrepreneur, and she's also um, just the embodiment of um, perseverance because she's been through a lot. You know, like I mean, she could tell her story better than either one of us can. But um, I think that she. I think that she's highly visible at these games and and things like that. And she's all, man, she's always there supporting. Like, okay, I don't know this woman personally. I don't know Miss D. But when I see, I've seen her, um, she has a blue jean unit with every, all of her. All of her girls who ever, like, have gone to whatever HBCUs, they have their logos and their names on her jacket. How is that not support? You know what I'm saying? And looking fly while doing it. Now, I, you know, I, I I think that that's amazing. But, again, I think she's highly visible. And I think that people, when they see someone that's shining like that, they want to find a way to stop their bag. And it's not just her bag. Like, she she equips these girls not only with, with, with great de- dancing techniques, but she equips them with things to help them to, I think, succeed in life. I think that, that you know, and I don't know Sweetheart Cameron either, but I think that Miss D instilled – a I think uh, a courage in her that allowed her to you know audition for you know for these these dance teams and and become a force within her you know in in her own right I, I again I think it's I think it's petty um I don't I don't know these schools but I, I I've I've heard that certain coordinators and this that and the third have something to say and do and have their hands in everything and and because because we've seen it because I I do know that I don't well. I don't know firsthand, but I've seen um, photographers and videographers trying to get videos of of the dancing dolls of the dolls uh, at Southern, and certain people standing in the in the way so they can't get good shots of them. And you know, if you think that's protecting your girls, I don't know. You know, but I think that publicity and 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 
is the best thing for, for those girls, you know, because uh, like take take Kayla Pittman, for instance, you yes, know, um, one of the, one of the one of, it's one of my favorites, you know, yeah. um, she she caught Beyonce's attention from the Can You Stand the Rain routine um, that she did in the stands. And which was shot by Trend Productions, who, is, who does not work for Southern University. Say it. Say it. So. That's what I'm talking about. It's people that's, that love and support these young women that are trying to help, that are, that are you know, helping them to get this, you know, this shine. She shines on her own, but, like, that video would not have been if it wasn't for him, you know? And so I, I just think that what I, honestly what I truly believe is that these, these dance teams and the, the, all the, the hoopla around them, you know, the, the, the TV shows, it's, it's all becoming a bit too much because they're all becoming celebrities in their own rights, which is great. Um, but let's remember the, the reason for these, these organizations is to, just to celebrate blackness and beauty and movement. Instead, people want to be, you know, Folks want to be the bigger fish, and so they try to shut down people like Mrs. D, who I think only tries to show and support. I only ever see her grinding. Now, who she is behind the scenes, I don't know her. Right. I don't know her. All I know is that her hair is always laid, laid. and she is always trying to slay. And she's not trying; she always slays. So, um, I know I was reading. You know, the girls be knowing stuff. I was reading that someone said that she wouldn't get the trademark because it's of, of messiness. Like, because they'll she trademarked it, and you know. She she more than likely won't get the trademark, you know, um, and that's okay. As long as she, as long as I think that her move was more of like, okay, if you do this, I'm gonna do this. Right. I'm gonna let you know right. that I can do this, and and I, I and I can move around. I do have mobility, um, and I don't think that at the end of, at the end of the day, she really wants to to do that. She just wants to show them like, hey, you can't pick on me like this, you know. Yeah, so I think she was hurt. I mean, yeah. Cause hurt and mad too because she's yeah. like I don't be bothering you I come and support all the girls you know and so shout out to Mrs D um um you know I, I definitely believe we're fans um and I hope that you know you get to use I mean the names that you I mean you built a, she built an empire she did. and she didn't and she didn't build she didn't build the empire um thinking that you know let me copy off the the southern dolls like no she was like i call my girls dolls like dolls is not a name that should be dancing dolls is not a name there are, like you said there are plenty of dancing dolls oh. that are, and pro it's probably some that's not even black it's probably some white dancing dolls you know like, that's unfortunate well <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not doing majorette type stuff you know okay. um but uh, there's probably a toy called a dancing doll you right, know what boy. i mean like it so shout out to her and, and shout out to, you know, the girls who love and support her, the, the girls and the gays, too. Um, girls and the girls. The girls and the girls uh, <laughs> who support her. It's just unfortunate that, uh, you know, that has to be a thing. Um, uh, we'll move. Is it time? <laughs> so, child. Let's get serious. <laughs> on this portion of... <sighs> Child Lord. <laughs> okay, let's 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 let's. Uh, matter of fact, let's take a quick break and then we gonna we gonna prepare ourselves. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we want you to know that your boys love you deep. If you or someone you know is experiencing suicidal thoughts, just know that there's help. Call one eight hundred two seven three, talk. And know that you're worthy and you're worth the call. Yeah, and we back. We back. Okay, so, y'all, um, 
there is so much going on in the world and we want to take a moment to um, really think and just reflect on everything that has been if if y'all watch the news if you're on social media you have seen um the horrific scenes from the um from uh, rob elementary school in uvalde texas um where um an 18 year old man uh, massacred 19 children and two teachers so you know it's i don't even you don't even really know where to start with stuff like this because this keeps happening and, and it will keep happening because people that are in power don't want to do the right thing to keep it from happening again they do they <laughs> do uh, i'm trying to be very delicate because this is i'm very 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 careful it's a delicate situation but I believe, I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but I do believe that people do what will line their pockets first. Of course. They do what will keep them in positions of power first. So as long as I scratch your back, you'll scratch my back. And what sickens me the most about this massacre is that the police waited outside the school for 78 minutes yep. before they decided to make, before they made the decision to walk into the school and um, uh, take out the murderer. 78 minutes. There are videos of them uh, taking down another parent who was trying to get into the school. Um, there the story of a woman that was was um, placed in handcuffs and once she got out of those cuffs she ran into the school and got her kids her two kids um, I'm trying to be careful about what I read and what I hear because it doesn't matter who you are everybody has an angle everybody has something to say um, but it has been reported that some police officers were going in and getting their children getting out their own kids so this this man, this 18-year-old man, walked into this school, walked into the school, walked into a classroom, and shot everybody that he saw living and breathing. So there is so much to say right here, and I don't even know. It's so much to unpack, um, but the one thing that we can say on on the up top those poor parents those poor families of those sweet innocent children yeah my heart goes out to all of them and i can't i'm not gonna say i can't believe this keeps happening because i believe this keeps happening and and we know it's gonna keep happening um and god it's so much i feel like um, people in favor of guns, people supporting the, you know, the NRA are finding every other excuse other than gun control, um, f you know, to prevent these things from happening or every other reason, you know, um, 
I, I want to, I'm, we're going to keep going on this topic, but the one thing that I want to say before we move forward, um, we have to recognize the families of the victims who were murdered in, in Buffalo. Um, and these are, these are, this is a predominantly black town. These are black people. You don't see, you don't see the same outpouring of love. You don't see the same care and concern in these communities. Um, and the focus is taken away from the fact that this is a very horrific event. You know, people will will post um, and change their profile pics, you know, pray for you, Valdi, but would never even think about praying for Buffalo. Exactly. And now people are going to say, well, I pray for him. This is not, again, We I think we had a conversation like this. This has nothing to do with you individually, but if you individually feel offended, then we're talking to you. Um, I, I, I don't mean, we don't mean to compare tragedies, but it's just the truth. It's just a fact. Um, when situations like this occur in black communities, to most people, it's business as usual. It's like, well, I mean, it is what it is. But we have to keep talking about Buffalo. We have to keep talking about the um, the victims in this shooting. And the whole the whole world needs to talk about it. Not just not just when it happens to children. You know, it, we need to talk about this. You know, <laughs> this is only one of the reasons why we proclaim black lives matter because what it means is black lives matter too so going back to the tragedy in uvalde um every politician has something to say mainly these right-wing conservatives but i want to say um no i'm gonna save my child please because i got a child please i'm gonna save it um, um, let me, let me write that down. I'm a, I'm gonna save my child, please. There's, there is a particular somebody who is getting, a, and you can hear me scribbling and scrabbling. <laughs> there's a particular child, please. And I'm gonna get at, we're gonna get at her later. Okay. So <laughs> only imagine. So Greg Abbott has set his self and, and I'm not gonna, we're not gonna wait. <laughs> I was like, he did. We're not gonna set. we're not gonna say anything. Um, ableist. we're not gonna be ableists. We are going to simply say that this man is um, is is not a man of action and he only supports, promotes and defends people who are um, who in, in whom he has interest in people who um, are connected to, you know, his interests and and that will scratch his back. Yep. So um, Beto O'Rourke from yes. El Paso, Texas, who. I would love to be the next governor of the great state of Texas. Um, came with that fire and desire. Yeah, he ran up. <laughs> he was like, what's up? He ran up on him and said, what about it? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And you notice that Greg Abbott didn't have shit to say. 
his friend and his homeboy was like, "You're out of your damn mind. You're you're <laughs> are you you're an asshole. You're you're the problem. You're the problem." <laughs> and that's the that's the crazy thing. That's that's the deflection. Whenever someone says, "What about this?" You're the problem. Right. No, that's all. That's all you can do. That's that's your that's your defense is is trying to throw it back on someone else, calling them the problem. I witnessed that, and and I've witnessed that on several occasions. Um, I have to, I'm gonna have to let you hear this um conversation that I. Um, I recorded of one of my former friends being called out for being uh, a Holocaust denier, mm. and he tried to turn the tables on a Jew- this Jewish um, one of my Jewish friends, and called him the problem. Bitch, you denied the Holocaust, so of what? course he gonna be, of course he gonna be tight about it. Right. Don't call him the problem when you're you're clearly the problem. And so that's the thing. That's the that's the tactic, which doesn't make sense. But everybody. Everyone's been coming out of the woodworks to offer thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Out of that shit. Listen, okay, because I've seen some of my friends, uh, uh, slick talking on Facebook. You know, um, slick posting rather. You're not talking. You're slick posting. This is no shade to Christians or any other religious organization affiliation um, denomination in the nation. Um, <laughs> What we're saying by we're, we're we're done with thoughts and prayers. We're not saying don't stop praying. We're not saying that. Like yes, pray for people. Like think about people. Right. Think about this. We're not. That's not what people are saying. And so don't be so dense as to think that people are saying y'all better stop praying. <laughs> y'all better stop praying. Child, but the Bible also says faith without works is dead. So, so while you praying, I need some action behind this right. prayer. So while we're while you're praying, you say faith without works. While you're praying, nothing is working. It's not saying that prayer is not prayer is not working. It's saying that the, the, the that there's you no there's no working. you're not working. So what people are saying is that we need more than people saying thoughts and prayers because what happens is people will say, "Oh yeah, my thoughts and prayers are with you," and they never think and they never pray. So that's that. Well, but um, but you know, um, one of my friends is like, "No, we're praying for supernatural things." Okay, that's that's good. But if if in all this time, you know. We understand that prayer works. We understand, like Josh and I are are both, you know, you know, individuals of faith. We understand, we we understand the power of prayer. But what we're saying is that I think that God has equipped us with with common sense, you know, to make certain decisions. And those those decisions are not being made because people want their guns. They want to be able to wield their their power and their authority with those guns. Greg Abbott once tweeted. Um, because I believe Texas was behind California or something in the number of gun purchases that year. And he's like, come on, Texas, let's pick up the pace. And it's like, yeah, it's not that shit. Uh, <laughs> we picking up the pace. All right. <laughs> like we're, we're definitely picking up the pace. Um, so, um, Beto walked up on, you know, Greg Abbott, you know, and, um, so, um, sunny side up Ted Cruz was um um attended the NRA convention um that's the National Rifle Association convention right yeah um uh convention in Houston Texas and you know took some time out of his very busy schedule to have some sushi at a sushi restaurant and um this an activist Benjamin Hernandez walked up on him you know he he went to take a picture with him as a fan I I don't know how y'all keep falling for this (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 gonna remind you do you ooh Okay, we're not gonna make this about do Beyonce, that. but oh, do you remember right. when uh, Beyonce t- was taking a picture with that fan, w- had dinner with that fan, and the fan ended up being um, an, a member of PETA? 
Have you not seen that? I don't think I've seen that. I'm going to show it to you, child. Oh. It'll, it's going to make you mad. It's going to make you. Well, never mind. Ooh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Well, I'm going to dump no um, paint on it. I'm fine. Uh, no. Child, could you imagine? All right, let's. let's we, <laughs> we'll get on topic. We'll get on topic. We'll get on topic. So, um, Benjamin Hernandez um, was taking Ted Cruz to task. The thing is, the, the, the problem that I have with, with these people not being able to talk. Or, or, or engage in, 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 in civil discourse um, is that they show their weaknesses and they'll say, now is not the time. This is not the time nor the place. No, you want to be in a position where you can where you can wield all the power and, and you want to sit in front of a TV or a camera um, and, and, and talk. And, right, where nobody and, can combat. Where nobody can combat. Saying. Yes, yes. And so these, these conservatives are, are running from the discussion and they're deflecting and i don't let me tell you something about me democrat or republican i don't really see it for either party but i'm just i'm the president and his vice president and you know and i voted for him here we are and here we are and you know but i'm 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 gonna go i'm gonna go with who is is about progress and about change i'm gonna do my very best so um republicans Conservatives have been suggesting a myriad of different ways that we can prevent school shootings, lock doors, um, you know, teach gun safety. Ted Cruz um, said that we ought to have only one entrance and one exit out of our schools. My God. Now, how the fuck does that, how's that going to help? In case of a, a fire or another mass shooting, there's only one exit that people can get ducks. out of? Oh, my God. Okay. You real smart. Donald Trump Jr., Oh Jesus! Um, I, I I don't like to make fun of people who have addictions, but I will simply say, Donald Trump. Addiction? No, I, what I'm saying oh. is Donald <laughs> Trump Jr. seems to me to be higher, <laughs> higher. Uh-uh. Um, yes. he said um he used the word stigmatized, and I just want to say oh. to Donald Trump Jr. that it's it's stigmatized. It's oh simply God. stigmatized, and it's okay. It's stigma <laughs> stigmatized. Um, he said that the killer could have used a bat and done the same thing. Highly unbelievable and doubt it. Listen, that's just not gonna happen. I'm no, that's not gonna happen. You th- no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch that. I'm not gonna touch that at all. It's. Every single excuse is being made so that people don't have to have a conversation about gun control. Um, they're, they're making all of these assumptions of things that could happen. Um, but let's let's go back to these beautiful boys and girls and these beautiful teachers who lost their lives. There, it's 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 too much, and I think that we have said enough is enough for far too long. But this time. It's, it's it's enough. Right. It's it's it has it has to stop. Um, something needs to be done, and you know people who are going up and talking to these senators and these and these um in the governor and being you know shied away or being shamed or being you know scolded and called you know um, all kinds of names. These people are are surrounding themselves with with people who uphold their cowardice when when ted cruz was was um was confronted in the sushi restaurant he was um you know the the guy was escorted out you know by by you know his his detail his security detail and i think it's sad because they don't control 
they don't control the narrative whenever someone um, approaches them. So they need to get to a place where they can have their talking points mm-hmm. and their political strategists to tell them and to make sure their stupid hair is combed correctly <laughs> um, so that they can um, can can win. They want to be in a place a place where they can win, not in a place where they're um, in over their heads. And a lot of these um, political officials are in over their fucking heads um, with, you know, with with what's going on in our in our world. And I don't watch the news. I listen to NPR. That's where I get my news from and Twitter. You know, I'll go on Twitter every now and then because (laughs) Twitter be hitting us first with everything. But um it's it's sad that this that these little babies' lives, you know, they'll say stop trying to politicize it, but you are politicizing it by trying to keep, you know, these precious guns. It's like every time I see a car that says come and take it, it's like you idiots, they don't have to come and take your guns. Y'all taking the lives of little kids. Like they're already taking it. They might not be taking it from you personally right now, but the lives of these little kids. I hate when I see those those stupid bumper stickers that say come and take it. Yeah. Like you're like you're you're saying you do not care that these that this is why I say this is why I say like save your thoughts and prayers because a lot of y'all if y'all not speaking out against gun violence if y'all not speaking out against gun control your thoughts and prayers don't matter they don't matter they do not matter because while you're saying thoughts and prayers you're basically supporting the you know people going and buying guns to take these innocent lives and that's that's that just won't that will not do ma'ams and sirs um i mean i i don't think there's any reason why america like regular civilians should have access to like military grade like weapons like what is the point and then i read something the other day that says like there is at least 400 million guns in america that's way more than a population of america like there why do we have so many guns and i know people like well, you know, we have the right to bear arms and stuff like that. But do you know, like, when they put that into the Constitution, that was for the sole purpose of the Americans to fight the British. You better talk to the people, Joshua. Like, they were worried because they were they didn't want to be outnumbered. So they were like, okay, so we need to start arming, you know, regular civilians with weapons. And that's where that came from. But we are no longer in a place where we are, like, fighting wars like that. I mean, yeah, we're still in wars, but, like, we have, like, military bases all over the country with, with armed with people that are going to fight for us. There's no reason why regular civilians should be having all these guns, especially military-grade guns. There's no reason. So, you know, I mean, I know at this point there is it's impossible for us to get rid of all these guns, but we need to find a way to regulate it where it's just not accessible to everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Congressman Josh. Uh, <laughs> I will be his <laughs> campaign manager for the foreseeable future. Uh, won't you vote? Won't you come down and vote? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> 2024. 2024. It, but I, I, I appreciate that you're knowledgeable on these things, Josh. Um, but you're, you're right. And it's easier. It's easy for um, a, a young person to go and just buy, just get a gun, just buy a gun. Um, and that's the that's the sad part about it. Um, I have my personal thoughts about guns, you know. Um, and sometimes I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You probably don't remember this, Josh, but um, some years ago we were in East Austin. You and I were walking, and there was a a gaggle of niggas <laughs> walking towards us. I think I want to say it was. It had to have been South by Southwest, um, and we were walking on one. We were over there by that. Um, by that tortilla, that chip place. What's that lady name? Cal, 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 
It's that chip lady. It's the they they make the the tortilla chips. Um, what? Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> I remember it. We were walking and there was some there was some some like a, a like a bunch of dudes walking by us like black dudes, mm. and we walked to the other side of the street because like they <laughs> they just looked like they were up you know about to do things you know and and it was in that moment where I was like you know I wish I had something on me you know and. I feel bad for judging them. They they weren't trying to fool with us, but you just never know these days. And so sometimes it's a it's a it's a hard thing because sometimes you just never know. Like I remember when I was um I just moved into my apartments on Murder Main. Um and um, yes. I was I just moved into my apartment. I was going walking and I was on the phone with Abel. And um I had my I, I had like a this wireless um headphones and this it was four dudes two black dudes two hispanic dudes in a car you know um they drove past me and slowed down then turned around and came and, and came up right up to me they could they they could have if they wanted to they could have hurt me right then and there and i thought to myself like i need to keep something on me something um because a few months a few years before a young woman was was jogging down that same street and a dude hit her upside the head with a hammer and tried to to abduct her and she fought him and she got away. And so I, I struggled and I had this conversation with, with a friend of mine at, at lunch, you know, I struggle with um, the idea of, of having guns. Cause we got guns and we, we, we got guns, you know, <laughs> we, right. we keep them. Um, and, um, but like, sometimes I, I wonder like, do we need, more than one do we need this type of gun do we need this that or the other and i i, I struggle with the, the the easy access to these guns like it's easy yeah it's easy to get you ain't got to have a license or be trained in, in texas Th- thank you greg abbott thank you um oh, so yes all day long so um i'm 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 i, I don't know exactly what to do in this situation like i don't know how to make it right i don't know what we can do um but but call out the um the ignorance that we continue to see um the next time there's a protest i'm gonna be there i just i i think it's it's interesting though because people um don't see how this is a gun control issue they don't see how it's a, but the thing is they don't have to see how it's a gun control issue because as as long as their guns are not being taken away their their american rights their rights as american citizens aren't being aren't being taken away they're cool they're cool even though you know 21 people are are no longer with us they're cool so in regards to thoughts and prayers if if you're not willing to have a conversation about gun control and 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 uh make the conscious effort make an effort to to not only address it but to but to solve the issue keep your thoughts and your prayers because you're gonna need them because we're gonna we're gonna keep saying thoughts and prayers because you know i don't like to speak evil but if we keep going down the same path it's going to happen again so um screw all y'all who who don't understand and don't see it um, and try to, to and using every every other excuse, you know, um, armed teachers. Now let me okay, let me say this one time. One time, I I'm thankful for every teacher that I ever had um, from K through twelve. Yes. Um, 
But I do know that teachers are human too. And, and you they know, got problems too. And they, and they they dealing with y'all kids. Yeah. Who's to say they ain't finna shoot one of your kids? Yeah, child, they acting up. That's the last thing you need to do is arm teachers with guns. And 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 I wanna say, I'm sorry, I I, I, I wanna also say, um, my heart goes out to the teachers and the administrators um all over this country because I know that y'all start off the day and you don't know how you're gonna finish it. And shout out to the parents who have kids and you don't want to take your kids to school. Um, Josh, let me tell you a little story. Oh, okay. It was, it was 1999. It was a few months after Columbine. Um, I was a freshman in high school. Um, and we had a ninth grade center. And then we had a, like a, a regular um, um, campus for um, the – 10th and up but it was on the same it was in the same footprint <laughs> so I um I was walking down the hall and there was this girl I'm not gonna say her name but I saw her Facebook page the other day this girl um beautiful girl she is just you know beautiful brown skinned girl she had uh like like uh hazel eyes just very very pretty girl and she was in her locker and a lot of the black folks was crowding around her locker and she looked at me and she said, "Did you write this?" And it was a piece of paper. It was a it was a um, a manifesto or so of sorts. And I mean, I was in the ninth grade, um, but I looked at this at this letter, clearly written by by a young woman. Um, and at the top of the letter, it had the names of people who were going to be shot in the in later that week. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, your boy was on that list. And so when I saw it, that sent me spiraling completely out of control. And she was like, "Did you write this?" And I was like, first, "I was like, first of all, my handwriting is way better than that. I was, <laughs> I was a queen way long time ago." But um, um, I said, "No, I didn't write that." But she had people thinking that I wrote it, and so but people. If your name were, was on it. Why would you write it? Her name was on it too. So, okay. um, so it was like a lot of these popular like black people whose names were on this list, and she was like, "They're going to be shot and killed." So there's nothing that y'all can do, and people was tripping out. I was tripping, but I was like. I don't know, you know, what's going on. So um, word got around to main campus that it happened. So the next day was when um, things were going to start popping off, you know, no no pun intended. So my cousin and a few other niggas came from main campus dressed in all red. Okay. I was like, so bullets don't, they, do they bounce off red or do they, like, what, why? They, but they were trying to, they came to show, like, solidarity, and I right. get it. You know, like my, my older cousins that were in, like, the, the upperclassmen, rather. Um and so the girl, I'm, I almost said her name. Um, we were kind of we were chilling because nothing had happened that day. And so the day before the shooting, um, the girl, um, they found her in the bathroom, passed out with another note on top of her. Ooh. And when we heard that she was passed out in the bathroom, old folks started calling their parents. They're like, "Oh, girl, it's about to go down." So. The news, um, Houston, uh, KHOU Houston came and they were interviewing people. It was insane. Um, But I'm going to tell you the real insane part. My my mama asked if I wanted to go to school. I was like, yeah, I want to go. You know, like I, I still went. So the day that the shooting was supposed to occur, they didn't cancel class or anything. Um, Come to find out that Heffa wrote it herself. She wrote the letter herself. 
With a black girl? Yes. Wow. She wrote the letter herself. <clears throat> the reason why she wrote the letter is because she was not going to be able to graduate um, or to not graduate. She wasn't going to be able to advance to the next grade because her credits from her old school didn't transfer over. So she was going to have to do ninth grade again, and she was mad. Mm. Um, and when I tell you that I, I'm not violent, and especially not violent towards women, but I wanted to pum pum pum, um, just like just stomp all over, like like her kneecaps. Just wanted to, <laughs> like I wanted to give her. I, I, oh my gosh, I was one two step. I was so angry. Um, she of course was sent to alternative school. Um, I saw her about a year later at Dillard's, and I told my mama that's who. That, I said that's her. And my mama saw her, and she saw us looking at her, and she kind of rolled her eyes and tried to get mad. I was like, I ain't do nothing to you. Like, you're the one that tried to have me fearing for my life. But I, say, I tell that story because at our, in our, our ninth grade center, I can count almost 11 entrances to ninth grade campus. I can count almost 11. On main campus... My my old teacher told me the other day there's over 38 entrances to our campus. I remember that, you know, there's so many ways to get into the campus. It's not secure at all. Mm. You can enter through any way and in, in get into our campus. So the last day, my last day of the last day of my sophomore year, um, we were all on main campus. Everybody was, you know, it's the last day of school. Everybody getting hugs, signing yearbooks. I heard Brrr. it was the scariest thing in the world and so i was walking with this girl named Catherine. and uh listen i should have <laughs> when i tell you i shout out to her i hurtled over her so fast and got out of that school and um come to find out that um and i know the dude who did it i'm you know he set off some m80s fire m80 oh, yeah. firecrackers in the bath in the bathroom in a trash can and he thought that shit was funny and I don't think that he understood like what that felt like. Like when you think that you're in a shooting, like that that's a that's a scary ass feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um they're they're tearing down my old school now. I think they tore it down now. Um and now they have a new school up that's going to be a little more secure. Um, cuz a lot of these these old school buildings, they don't have, you know, security, don't have locks on doors. Um but also, like, there aren't security guards, there aren't police officers, there aren't metal detectors in a lot of these schools here in the South. So, I don't, I don't know. It's it's just really sad. So, my heart, our hearts go out to um, the families of of the victims who were murdered in uh, Uvalde, um, and you know that that young man's mother was saying that you know don't hate him. He had his reasons. I don't give a fuck what his reasons are. Um, I, I don't I don't care about his reasons and, and the focus is never gonna be so much on the shooter or understanding him and or his mind or mental. No, that is it's bigger than that. The point is there needs to be gun control, there needs to be more safety for these school these schools, these students, these teachers, these administrators and their parents. Yeah. So um yeah. But so Abbott Elementary. Child. <clears throat> so Quinta B, who is you know famous for a lot of things, but more recently for her, she's a producer of Abbott Elementary on ABC. 
And she has been getting a lot of requests from some dumbass people talking about this. She needs to do a shooting episode with these elementary kids, you know, and they were talking about doing like the series finale. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, first of all, she said there's something wrong with y'all because she's not even going to ask if there's something wrong with you because there is. Like, what makes you think that we need to see, like, people are already living this experience, like, in real time. Why do we need to see this on TV? And what makes you think that us seeing it on TV is going to make these senators and these congressmen, you know, these governors do anything about it? If they're not worried about these real-life kids dying... They damn sure don't give a fuck about no no characters. And then, you know, like, people who have lived through this tragedy and for us to see it, for them to see it again on TV, you think that's not traumatic for these people? This is supposed to be a family-friendly, you know, show, and it's supposed to be lighthearted. It's supposed to be comedic. Lighthearted, yes. Why do we need to see this? Like, it, it's, it's dumb. Quit asking her to do it. She ain't going to do it. She don't need to do it. Like, shut up. I wonder what the mindset of a person that asks, you know, hey, y'all need to do this, this show. It's it's not the kind of show. It's not the kind of show. Like, ask Law & Order. Dun, dun. Ask them, right. like. CSI. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't be asking Quinn to be no mess like that. Like, that's that's so stupid. So, yes, y'all. Um, this These are these are very strange and uncertain times. But um, I, I, I say all that to say, Man, hug people close to you because you just don't know who coming home. Um, but when it's a when it's a sh- when it's a situation where these types of things can be prevented, you know. Um, but it's just funny that now all of a sudden, not funny, but it's sad that now all of a sudden that um, these things are occurring. Now you hear you know conservatives talking about mental mental health and mental wellness when that wasn't even one that was nothing that was on their radar before that they thought that stuff was for for liberals and for snowflakes mental wellness mental wellness now they want to talk about it. But child, everybody got some kind of mental like black folk been having mental health issues forever like they, they came from y'all actually uh, you know traumatic slavery passed down genetic type shit. Yeah. But you don't see us shooting up schools. Yeah. Like we, we, we not doing all that. We have found ways to cope and, you know, and keeping it to ourselves, you know. And not saying and this is not to say that 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 black people don't um act out violently. But what it is what we are saying is that when you see mass shootings that's all I'm gonna say. It ain't us. Um <laughs> And I, I be praying that it don't be us. Sometimes right, when it, like, like, I, there was, I did see I did see the New York subway shooter was black, and right, I was he like, was black, like, but I said it's very few and far. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Between, yeah, let's that it's one of us. Let's do the math. You know, we can do the math if you want to. But and and, and again, I, I we we're saying that because it's 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 we're portrayed um, film and TV in in people's lives stories being told about us you know in households of you know black on black crime and how 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 you know but but i mean i'll I'll do you one better a prime example we see a group of black people walking towards us like we immediately get fearful and sometimes i do sometimes but it's but a lot of times it's because of the way that black people are portrayed We're, we're we're seen as dark you know as as vengeful you know as aggressive as angry you know and a lot of times we internalize things like that, you know. Um, I don't know where I stand right now when it comes to like having a little peace on me, so I can have peace. Um, I think I need one. Yeah, I don't know. At it's, this point, the only way you know, 
if so many people have guns, the only way I'm gonna save myself is by having a gun at yeah. this point. Like I said, it's too many guns in the U.S. for us to take them all away because people are gonna be hiding them and doing all this other shit. Yeah. So like. I don't know. It's it's sad that I would have to think that I need to protect myself from a gun with a gun. With a gun, right. So, moving along, because um, this is a pretty long episode, but there's some things that we definitely want to talk about. Um, so, the month of May, um, as jo- Josh made this clear to me, you know, before the semester, before the semester, see, this is where I am, <laughs> before the month started, that the month of May um, was Mental Health Awareness Month. And... Um, our mental health is very important, um, but I think that what we want to talk about, and we can talk about individually, is just you know checking in with ourselves um, and some of the things that we've experienced and some of the ways that we have um, maybe struggled with, dealt with, coped with, um, or lived with you know um, varying degrees of mental illness or 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 how like how do you describe your mental health? Shambles. Sh- and, <laughs> that. So like, I mean, it has definitely gotten better. I have, I am on some kind of medication my doctor giving me, um, and he is actually not my therapist. I need to find one. But um, like, I've been dealing with mental health issues since I was a child. Like I've told y'all before, like you know, I've been physically and emotionally abused, and like, and from that, I've had mental health problems. But I remember, like, that it really got bad, like during high school. There was like two years straight where every day I thought about killing myself, like for wow. two years straight. And it, it would just got like real, real bad until like I just like and I'm I don't know. Should, no, never mind. OK, I was about to Not say yet. <laughs> but so, yeah, there, it has definitely gotten better. But like because I've been on. Well, at one point, I was, you know, dealing with it myself. Now I'm getting some kind of treatment for it, but um, it's definitely a hard situation dealing with mm-hmm. depression and, you know, a lot of sh- probably other shit that's undiagnosed. But um, I feel like I am sort of managing it okay, you know. But I mean, it is what it is. How are you? <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you for for being vulnerable. Um, I I feel like I always have to say this, but I'm gonna say it um, now. This podcast is for us. Mm-hmm. This is our way of um, you know having an opportunity to talk about things that are on our mind. It's also our way of sometimes coping and dealing with things by just being with each other and, and just laughing and, 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 um, having a good time. Um, and I say that because I recognize that, you know, different people come to, um, listen to us for different things. And although we are not responsible for how, how people receive things, you know, um, I do claim responsibility for the things that come out of my mouth. Um, friend, this has been a, this has been a very changing and challenging season for me. Um, and as I continue to go through it, I win a little and, and I lose a little. Um, but I want to, 
I want to talk about this and I want to, I don't want to drag it, but I, I, I do want to tie everything together. So, um, about, can't believe it's, it's been this long. It's about two and a half weeks ago. Um, my friend and former bandmate, um, he committed suicide and no one really knows why he um was married he was he seemed to be happy and um it just happened and although i hadn't seen him in about a year i can't stop thinking about him i think about him every day i dream about him i see him um i saw him in my mind, I, I, this guy was driving past Joanne Fabrics the other day, and it looked like him. Um, I saw him at the theater the other day. This guy looked just like him, but it wasn't him. And it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that he's gone because I thought we had more time. I was supposed to see him in a week, uh, a week from today. I was supposed to see him, and... um I won't see him anymore. He called me about two weeks, two years ago. And um, he was crying profusely. And we were just talking and I just I just said, you know, hey, I'm just going to listen to you. Just talk to me. Um, do I need to call somebody? He just said no, He but he wouldn't stop crying. And I asked him if he was going to hurt himself. And he said, no, um, he just he just felt stuck. He felt lost. Um, I wasn't the only person that he called. He called a few other friends. Um, but he called me to tell me how much he loved me and how much he thought of me. Now, he and I had we, we were bandmates. We were brothers. We'd had our share of fights. You know, sometimes I didn't always you know, um, agree with his opinion on things because he was very opinionated. He always had something to say and he knew how to talk shit with the best of them. Um, but he believed in beauty. He believed in putting good shit into the world. He always said, I want to do good things. And, um, you know, he went through a really bad divorce in his first marriage. And, um, I think that was hard for him, for him to bounce back from, but he, he met a lovely young woman and married her less than a year ago, and then he was gone. And so all we're left with are memories and some videos. And but he had a he had a smile that would, even if you didn't want to talk to him, it would make you smile too. Um, but I really, I I said that we didn't know why he killed himself, but I think we all saw it. I think we all saw the signs, you know. But we just thought, you know, that shit, Matt's Matt. Matt's a creative. He's, you know, he's this, he's that. And, you know, I, I shouldn't, I don't, I don't, I don't try to make this about myself, but sometimes I think about, well, what if I just like called him? What if I said, hey, come visit me? Like, come stay with me. You know, come spend some time with me. You know, maybe he would still be here. And, um, this, I've never lost someone this close to me to suicide um you know i have had cousins who passed away but i you know wasn't exactly close to them and even though matt and i didn't talk all the time he was still my friend he was still my brother 
and um he always had good things to say about me um we'll we'll we might probably maybe do a separate podcast you know about friends and stuff like that but yeah because at this point we both have lost people to suicide that's boy you finna yeah um i don't know what keeps us holding on but god because you and i both have had you know those thoughts of suicide um but something keeps us here and um the other day i was just i was sitting on the edge of the bed and i was just thinking about the people you know that would have to take care of me of my affairs when i left if i left you know and um when walking around the apartment complex and i started talking to myself and just started thinking about what it would be like if if i took that step and there've been plenty of times when i've thought about that step plenty yeah. of times um where I am, you know, like like I, I keep saying, y'all, and I stress that this is our space. It's also a space for us to entertain and, and be entertained with each other. You know, we've known each other for over a decade, so we laugh about things, and we and we laugh we, we laugh different. Our, our comedy is different. Our humor is different. Sometimes y'all not gonna laugh about the things that we laugh about, yeah. but but this is this has been something for us to share, and so um, I'll just say that. I'm in a place where I'm just trying to mend some, some broken relationships. Um, um, I'm gonna save uh, a big story for the month of June because, child, trust me, over here it has been, it is, it has, it has not been a, a walk in the park, sweet baby. <laughs> um, but I've taken some time to work on some friendships. You know, when when we went to Matt's funeral, um, I saw my friend. Well. Uh, at the time, a former friend and former bandmate who I hadn't spoken to in years, um, a couple of years, and um, we talked and we hugged, and um, there were some, there were apologies made, and um, I think I want to give it a chance, but but I, I must say this to tie it into mental health. Um, jealousy is a very strange thing. Um, because I grieve, I grieve what what could have been sometimes with my career. Yeah. You know, um, my 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 friend now is hugely successful, and um, I thought we were gonna always make music together, and we're not. And that's a very human feeling, but I recognize that. You know, my what God has for me is greater than that. And I have to believe that. And sometimes I don't. Child, some days I believe some days I'm like, I just want to make music. But. Y'all, um, life is precious. Very, very precious. And you need to hold on to each other, cherish each other because um, you need each other. We need each other, man. Um Hold on a second. Okay. Sorry, I had to I had to make sure. <laughs> Listen, y'all don't know what we've been through. We've been through issues. Um, so um 
I know that's heavy. Um, it's very heavy. And, you know, Josh and I, we, we have each other to lean on. Um, but I, I want to say that if they're, um, don't be afraid of counseling. Don't be afraid of therapy, people. Do not be afraid to be vulnerable um, and get help. Don't be afraid. And don't be afraid to um, to listen to someone that is telling you what's going on with them. Take some time and really listen to them. Just listen. Just be there. You don't have to throw um, resources at them. Sometimes people just want you to listen. They don't want to hear about, you know, um, you know, just, you know, your 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 religious um, jargon. They don't want to hear about, you know, any slogans or phrases or, you know, things they want to. They just want you to be there. They don't want you, they just want you to be there and you be there and you listen. Just listen. Um, so any anyway. With that, um, God, I want to I, I want to do we gonna, next week. Next time we're going to do Ooh child and we're going to tell ghost stories. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all a story that we didn't get to tell y'all uh, because um, technical difficulties. But um, I want to go into, if we could, um, this segment called uh, Child, Please. Um, go ahead. I have a child, please. Um, so it was reported in these Twitter streets that the murderer, um, at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas was, um, um, transgender, was transgendered and hold on. It gets, it it gets, so there were pictures of this individual who looked very similar to um, the school shooter and um, they were standing in front of a trans flag, trans pride flag and wearing dresses and things like that. And so um, conservative talking heads took that and ran with it. Um, And so um, it, it got bad. Candace, Mm-hmm. Candace Owens <laughs> Candace Owens um, was also uh, a part of the conspiracy to spread uh, this misinformation um, about this individual being trans and, and why it's a, it's a sickness and you know this country needs to understand that this is what's happening in our world and um, child come to find out these is two different people. I'm sure. That individual who was posing with the with the dresses on had to had to take a picture of themselves with a date on it on on the on the piece of paper so that people could see that this person was not the same as the school shooter. And Candace Owens didn't even back down. She didn't say, "Oops, my bad." She of still not. she doubled down because that's what they do. And and so to her and um to oh my god um wait and and also to mushmouth Herschel Walker <laughs> cornpone breath mouth my mark Herschel Walker cornpone yes what you know heck okay it's oh oh whole cake chewing Herschel Walker dry grits eating Herschel Walker Herschel Walker got on on Charlie Murphy's uh, television <laughs> network 
and said something about, well, they got Cain and they got Abel, and that's what happened. Charlie, Herschel, say Charlie Walker. Charlie Herschel Walker. Walker is a real life. Um, Coon. <laughs> um, he is, he is, um, um, Herschel, Herschel Clevander Walker <laughs> is Uncle Ruckus incarnate. Oh, this, oh my God, this, <laughs> this oh. beans and cornbread, he, <laughs> like, oh. Chucking, jabbing, hanging in the child line, ass man. Um, just said a bunch, just a stream of consciousness, if you want to call it that, and just said a bunch of words. Well, they had Cain and Abel, and this is what happened. But we got to stop men looking at the women, looking at. I was like, what are you talking about, sir? Go take a nap. Take your Centrum Silver and Shut relax. I, I know that's ageist, but, but the I. The sad point is these yeah. motherfuckers have voted for him because they want to listen. Let me tell you some <coughs> white people uh. want an old. I wish I were in Dixie tap dancing ass man to be because they that's cool to them. I just love how he talks. He just he just reminds me of the old times, you know. Uh, <laughs> just like my man. Yeah. So, so child, please both of these both the Candace Owens and her pappy Herschel Walker. Um, I just. I can't stand these 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 black grandstanders who do this in front of white people because they need validation. Candace Owens called says she's a mother, and so she has this, that, and the third. But you still you st- you were still wrong. You were wrong, Candace Owens, and and I, I'm I'm so sorry Your for wigs you. Wigs are wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody you want to say, child, please too. Child, we have already pleased all the childs. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, um, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that came out wrong. We go. <laughs> uh, anyway, but Chuck, I just because the only thing I can think of at this present time is these old dumbass people. You know, these senators and governors and people. I just like like my child pleases for you. Like mm. until they shooting up your school, your child schools, they the private school that they are privileged to go to y'all ain't gonna give a fuck about everybody else they don't have to the nra is these are the people who are funding these white republicans they are giving them the money to fund their campaigns and everything else they need that's why these motherfuckers are so hell-bent on doing whatever the fuck the nra wants because the nra is giving them money that's right so all y'all can kiss my ass. Fuck y'all. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, I just don't give a fuck. So, and if you listening and you and you uh you love the NRA and your guns and you just so hell bent on keeping them, child, I hope it shoots you in your ass. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> we don't promote violence, but we're gonna you know go ahead. Josh said what he said. That's what I it said is. What I said. Um, I I we will we are okay. Listen, y'all. We are a small podcast, and if you go down our timeline of episodes, you're going to hear things that might upset or offend you. Um, I I want to say that there are people in my life who I have had to apologize to for certain things. And once I made those apologies, it's out of my hands. We And, and that's the thing that I understand. Um 
you know, as I build and restore relationships, um, I, I have no regrets for the things that I've said. Um, but if, but if someone, if you're ever, if you're ever offended by something that we say, please come. And if you know us personally, please come and talk to one of us, um, you know, email, text message, and, and let's have a real conversation about it. And know this, that for the most part, I'm always going to do my best to protect people, protect their, you know, people from, you know, having their names, you know, strewn about, you know, and a lot of times I do that because my ain't in the roof is will come get you and she'll find you because <laughs> uh, she don't want yeah. nobody she don't want nobody mistreating her nephew. Um, but and I love in the roof. Yes, yes, yeah. So um, we're we're ending the month of May. Um, there are a lot of exciting things happening in the month of June. Um, June is National Pride Month and Juneteenth. Don't you buy them napkins? Yeah, Let me know cream. how the ice cream tastes. I know it's still on the shelf because um, I know some Podunk towns that ain't taking it off the shelf yet. Sorry, probably this. Yeah, it might be this one. Uh, we might need to go to Walmart and, and inspect. Let's go see. Uh, but um, we are we're gonna have uh, a segment called uh, Ooh Chow and. We're going to tell ghost stories. And so I don't have that many because my life is not just ain't a bunch of ghosts in my life. But I ain't got that many either, but y'all can definitely uh, write in. Yes. If you have any spooky stories that you would like for us to feature on our podcast, please email us um, at childpodcast at gmail.com. That's child with four eyes. eyes. We are so tired of telling y'all this. Please, please, please write in. Don't text me. Don't Facebook message me. You got to do it this way. This is the way that you have to do it. Um, yes. And <laughs> tell your friends, tell your cousins, tell your mothers and your brothers and your sisters about this podcast. We do cuss, um, but this is uh, it's a podcast for everybody just to come and have a good time. But don't don't let your children listen to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if you listen to it, work. Put your headphones on. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> listen. If you get fired, that's not on Man, us. Shit to do with me. But. We love y'all. Y'all hug somebody. Love on your friends and your family. And um, we will see y'all when we see y'all. Bye. Bye.